0: Well, welcome to March. March 1st, 2023, your day with a podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily, also being brought to you by YDOT. More snow for the high country. We're gonna be talking about the high country snow here at the tail end of the podcast about how much there is and it is a concern for avalanche conditions. Pacific energy and moisture continues to come into the West Coast and across the Intermountain West. So it'll be trending colder today. Mountain snow. There will be some snow showers in the plains. We don't expect a lot of snow on the plains, but enough to keep roads and highways slick in some areas. Parts of eastern and southeastern Colorado and western Kansas will get a bit of snow. More mountain snows coming this weekend with more Pacific moisture streaming in. And the pattern remains cold and active heading in the next week. Still a lot of model disagreement. The models are getting a little bit better, but really past this weekend, it's really hard to nail things down other than to tell you there will be more pacific weather systems coming into the west with varying degrees of results depending on which pattern unfolds as march will be off to a busy start and we're going to talk about avalanche danger talk a little about a little bit more Uh, we recently have had some fatalities in the region need to really highlight the fact that we're heading into march here with a very unstable snowpack and anybody that's venturing into the backcountry whether it's skiing or snowmobiling or cross-country skiing, you've got to be careful. Satellite imagery this morning shows the next batch of weather. Here it is coming up out of the Great Basin. This is an area of really disorganized area of low pressure, but it's going to be enough to bring snow back into the high country of the Central Rockies and parts of the Great Basin. The low is then going to swing across the southern plains and become a a weather maker out here in the Midwest and southern areas of the U.S. I'll show you that here in a minute. You can see the high-pressure ridge continues to be very strong and robust in the eastern Pacific. And it will stay that way. So it's going to be directing storms from the North Pacific through the Aleutians, then back down into the western United States. There you can see the little curl of a storm system bringing snow to Minnesota and parts of the Dakotas this morning. So it's a busy satellite photo. And if we were to loop the 500 millibar chart, you can see the low splitting. It splits with part of the low going across the north. And then this kind of looks like a bowling ball. I will tell you that this type of situation right here is very dangerous when it comes to severe weather, especially as you get into the month of March, as you get into early spring. This is what causes big severe weather outbreaks, also causes tornado activity on the north side, ice and snow. So this is going to be a weather maker, a big weather maker, as it goes through. But its splitting regime will keep it from becoming too organized across the Rockies. But for you folks in eastern Colorado, southwestern, western areas of Kansas, you're going to get a bit of snow out of this system. And you can see this is through the next 72 hours. You can see the heavier precipitation in the Midwest, south central parts of the eastern parts of the southern plains. And then there's there's that little area of snow that's going to be going across there. Then you can see the mountain areas getting more snow, more snow. Look at the snow back into southwest Colorado, southern Arizona, uh, southern Utah into Arizona. Just an incredibly snowy winter in arizona so far and there's more coming so the high country going to get more snow you can see on the north side of that low snow going through chicago i-80 across iowa into illinois northwest missouri then this patch of snow here over the dakotas far northern areas in new england there's a lot going on here with winter weather when it comes to severe weather this will be the risk of severe thunderstorms breaking out today and the low may cause Thunder snow in the Four Corners region today as that low comes on out, then look at tomorrow. The severe weather risk is extremely high down here in the south. So if you've got any travels either today or tomorrow that take you through that part of the country, gonna be a bumpy ride. Now, as we get into the weekend, we basically just reload. This looks extremely similar to a map I showed you on Monday for where we are kinda now. Another low swings into the Pacific Northwest, blocking high up around Greenland blocking high in the eastern Pacific which is directing all the weather into the western United States. So here we go again. Now this is by next Wednesday a pretty moist and vigorous low is going to eject out of the main low. We've got to watch this period I would say Wednesday into Thursday of next week or Friday of next week this low could end up being a a a, a player a bigger weather system. We'll keep an eye on it. Needless to say same situation, big ridge in the Eastern Pacific, troughiness in the west, that means the weather is gonna be busy. But a lot of question marks in the weather pattern. Now, the European model over the next 10 days is pretty darn moist. These Pacific systems will continue to bring wet weather to the west. Some of this now spills out on into the plains east of the divide, and it'll be plenty cold enough that this is gonna be mostly snow from what you're seeing there, look at that. Now, again, take this with a grain of salt. This is a 10-day forecast. But I just kind of want to show you what the trend is in the weather. We'll sort out the details as we get closer. But this is a very bullish, very wintry forecast heading into the first week and a half of the month of March. And I think probably longer than that. Now, this also means cold. This is the 10-day temperature anomaly. Nothing warm in this pattern at all. It is all cold. A lot of green, a lot of blue, a lot of purple in the west. So really mild days, while we're going to get one or two of them, just won't be able to last. We can't put them back to back to back. So it's going to be a colder than average regime over the next 10 days. I know this is nothing that anybody wants to hear right now. But it is produced in a tremendous amount of snow. Now this is from the Central Sierra Snow Lab. And uh, they've been measuring snow there since the early 1950s. This graph though only goes back to 1970. But right now, this is where we are for the season with more to come in the central Sierra Nevada. Not only the snowiest since 1952, as we're trending now, but also the coldest. And you can see the cyclical nature in the Sierra Nevada of it's basically, we call this interannual variability. And a lot of people forget this. This is exactly how the weather goes in the West. Lots of ups and downs. You don't have one year after another that's just like the year before. Variation in season, interannual variability in snowfall and precipitation historically is what we've seen and is what we'll see in the future. So you have good years, you have bad years, and you can have some really bad years, like right here. And then you can have some really good years before you have bad years again. And the snowpack, especially right here, the blue areas that you're seeing, but also the green areas. But the blue areas show very much abundant snowpack in the Central Rockies back into the Great Basin. But even the green areas, snowpacks are sitting very, very good. Now, this has led to a very dangerous avalanche situation. I want to highlight this because we had three avalanche fatalities in Colorado this past weekend, two skiers and one snowmobiler. And uh, everybody wants to go play in this deep snow and snowmobile machines can go further and further and higher and higher into these areas, but it leads to a very risky proposition. And with all the snow we've seen, but also the wind and shifting temperatures makes for a very unstable snowpack. And for the year, uh, this is where we are with fatalities USY. There was a fatality in western Wyoming last week uh, due to uh, avalanche activity in the Salt River Range. Now, with the weekend coming up, There's gonna be a lot of skiing, a lot of snowmobiling. Be careful, there's been a lot more new snow this week. Of course, there was last week. So we've got an unstable situation. This is from the Colorado Avalanche Center. We have avalanche warnings in southwest and parts of central Colorado, with various other areas in those orange areas being high avalanche danger as well. Now, I wanna show you this, because we've had avalanches in the snowy range this winter but we don't have an avalanche center for Southern Wyoming. It's not part of the Northern Colorado uh, forecast. So it doesn't mean the avalanche danger miraculously stops at the Colorado-Wyoming border. No, we could take this and extend it into the snowy range. We could take this and extend it up into the Sierra Madre mountain range. So uh, we've we're, even though we're not technically in the Wyoming Southern mountains under any type of avalanche advisory, it's because the infrastructure is not in place to do that. So go to the Colorado Avalanche Center, to check out what the avalanche potential is in Wyoming's southern mountains. And with snowpack in the Little Snake River at 145% of normal and about 125% of normal in the snowy range, avalanche conditions are high. Utah as well. We've got a red situation here in the northern Wasatch into the western Uintas. So be careful out there. Have yourself a good first day of March. We'll see you tomorrow.